0: To the best podcast, your favorite podcast, good books, bad banter. I'm your host, Maddie. And I'm Tori. And this week we are talking about seven Seven husbands Husbands of Evelyn fucking Hugo. And I am so fucking stoked.
1: (laughs) Bro, I don't know how you haven't talked more about this book to me. You know, I've had a lot of willpower, okay.
0: (laughs) I have a lot of of I have a lot of willpower. sometimes i've rated it a five same like immediately i my answer has not
1: changed since two years ago i was sitting in my car crying
0: no i know you texted me and you're like i just got home and it was eight o'clock and i was like what the
1: fuck i'm crying (laughs) literally i was like punching the steering wheel like what the fuck i can't
0: imagine listening to it because i didn't i read it right Mm. and i read it both times so, um,
1: was the audiobook good? The audiobook was really good, yeah. Okay. Okay. It was. Um, they had like someone who was playing Evelyn. Nice. So sorry, that was me dropping my pen on Maddie's Bedframe. Bed frame, yes. Um It was a phenomenal book. I ten out of ten recommend. Oh,
0: so I knew you'd like it. I knew it was going to be an immediate love for you. Yeah. Like, knowing
1: you... I hadn't heard of anyone disliking it.
0: I've only heard of one person. Who? Melanie. That's not surprising to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Melanie. Love you so much. <laughs> love you so much. But, um, well, before we go any further, do you want to do our three updates super quick? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. You can go first. Um. Okay. So this past week what did we do? So we went to brunch. Brunch. That's what I was gonna say. Went to brunch on so. Saturday, which was super fun, went to Paperboy. And it was really good. I liked I really enjoyed what I got and what y'all what y'all ordered looked really, really good too. Um, there was some other stuff that I wanted to add. Fuck, now I'm for like forgotten. Oh, so just recently, like yesterday, I downloaded and purchased some DS games and I got the new Pokemon game. So now I'm going to be obsessed and I'm already obsessed and I told Tori about it, that I'm like a child. and I'm like, I just all day today while I was at work, I was like, I just can't wait to get home and play my game. But yeah, so I bought, I bought the new Pokemon Violet game and then I bought Stardew Valley. Because my sister also plays Stardew Valley, and with the lights, you can like connect with each other. So then you mm. can play with each other like online and stuff, or whatever. Same thing with like Animal Crossing. So I'm back in my whole Game Boy era, which I'm sure you saw if you saw our, our um, Instagram stories. And then what else did we do? What did we do last week, dude? I am like blanking on like what we did because we had a busy week though. Um, Sunday I did nothing. I thought I was not hungover, but I definitely was very hungover and did absolutely nothing that day. Um, another update that I have is, you're not saying
1: anything. (laughs) I'm waiting for you to finish. You're going home this weekend, right? For Christmas?
0: Yes. Yeah. I'm leaving on Thursday.
1: So... Yeah, and
0: I'm just gonna go home and hang out. We I have Friday and Monday off from work, so I'm just gonna hang out with them. And my sister doesn't get in until the 24th, so mm. that's kind of sucks. But at least we will get to see her for a day or two. But anyways, but yeah, those are my three updates. I thought I had more, and I had list. I had stuff listed out yet, yeah, like this today while I was at work. But I I
1: hate when that happens. Don't remember. So anyways, okay. Why updates? Mm. Um, I got a tattoo you have a lot and I had my Christmas party which Maddie was at that's why she was hungover on Sunday mm-hmm. and I worked a wedding on Sunday which was exhausting oh which then I had to pull an all nighter to finish editing three other weddings and I get to edit another wedding after work today or after this today it's
0: a good thing we didn't go to the gym then <sighs>
1: Not really. I I need to go because I feel like it'll help with my stress. You go in the morning. I could. You could.
0: I honestly, this is totally off topic, but Tori and I have been writing the workout gym train off and on the past few months, and we always say we need to go in the morning, and I think that's really the only way that we're going to be able to go consistently, because like in the morning we don't have anything to do. You know what I mean? By the time we get home, and you get home so late sometimes.
1: I know. And then
0: other times, like, you know, that's whenever you can finally work on your weddings and stuff.
1: It's just so hard to wake up any earlier than I already do.
0: No, I know. We we did it for a week. Not
1: even and I a was, full week.
0: No, we did it for a full week. We In the summertime, like, or like spring, summer-ish time. We got up every morning. We went to the gym here at 5 o'clock. Oh, and, that's right. And then we, we would did. go walking in the evening.
1: That's right, i was so
0: proud that. of us that week me too and then we didn't do it anymore
1: <laughs> okay fine we'll start going in the morning right. i think that's only the, i
0: truly truly it's gonna suck for the first like month just getting into a groove
1: yeah we'll do it okay but it's
0: good okay. anyways
1: so 2023
0: resolution
1: <laughs> shut up
0: shut up anyways those are my updates wake up I am awake. I know you had a hole on all nighter, <laughs> And I know I convinced you. I promise I'm awake. And I know I convinced you to take care of your mental health and sleep all Yeah, day. I called
1: out of work because Maddie told me to. Well, to be fair, you needed it. Oh, for sure. I mean, I only slept for like an hour and a half during the day. Exactly. That's what I was telling you. You needed it and...
0: It- like, you used your brain for so long eh, and so consistently.
1: It's fine. Oh, I got yeah, my hair done, too. I did so much. I told you. You have a lot of updates to I did to so do. much. Um, I didn't do anything crazy. I just kind of uh, re it. It's you just got fr- it darker just fr- again. refreshed. <clears throat> yeah. It's but anyways. okay. All right. Let's move on to the book.
0: Okay. Well, if you don't know um, the premise of... Seven, Seven husbands. husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Uh, pff, have you been living on a fucking rock? That is probably one of the biggest TikTok sensation books, and like one of the biggest books since 2020. Um, it was released, I think, in like 2016 or 2017, and it won in historical fiction for Goodreads in 2017. Mm. So, um, this book's been around for a little while, but it was really popular whenever it came out, obviously, and then it had a resurgence in 2020 because of the pandemic and that's whenever i read it for the first time and then after that uh when tiktok kind of blew up and book talk kind of became a more popular thing this was one of the big tiktok books yeah that was talked about a lot and it's talked a lot on book um booktube too so and you're we were talking about it um the other day and you're right, I don't think I've ever really met anybody who's really hated this book. Like, Melanie didn't like it, but she didn't hate it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, anybody who was like, I didn't enjoy the book at all.
1: Gotcha. So,
0: well, um, she felt very meh about it.
1: So. I didn't know what this book was about. I know. I think you went in really blind. I did. So, I knew, obviously, it was about, um like, a starlet from the 50s or whatever.
0: Yeah, it's like, she was the golden... Um, she was the it girl she was the it you know 50s actress and then um she's been reclusive ever since after her you know she retired and stuff and nobody's known anything about her and then she comes out saying that she wants to donate a few dresses for breast cancer and she's ready to tell her secrets but she commissions a specific reporter or yeah reporter writer journalist um, Monet, uh, Monique, Monique. What did I say, Monet? Monique, um, Monique Brent. I don't know her last no, name. No, Monique Grant. Monique Grant. That's what it is. I don't want to say Brent.
1: It's, it's Grant. Grant.
0: So she commissions her, and of course she doesn't really know When's why. When's last time you read
1: this book? Sorry, just really quick. I know that was Adela Field.
0: Just recently. How long ago? Like a few months ago. Okay. Yeah, the first time I read it was in 2020 and then I reread it. Gotcha. This year. And then I skimmed.
1: Twice. I was just curious. That's all. Oh. Why are you trying to call me out? No. I just don't know how you remember stuff from so long ago sometimes. I told you. I have like a semi-photographic memory, I guess. But that's another reason why I like have to always read the book for the pod because I'm like, yeah. yeah i had like really need it fresh in my mind so when you're talking about this stuff i'm like damn did she?" i know you had said you read it twice but i didn't think it was that close to be or not that long ago that's what i was trying to say gotcha
0: continue sorry well actually do you really want to know i kind of lied the i read it only in 2020 and then i just skimmed I just said earlier. Why
1: what? <laughs> I mean, what the fuck, bro? Why are you lying to <laughs> me and our listeners? I,
0: because I was trying to gauge what you were doing, and I was like,
1: she could be mad
0: that I didn't read it. I don't I... give a
1: shit if you don't <laughs> read it. <laughs>
0: I was like,
1: hmm. No, I just was curious because, like, sometimes when you recall stuff, I'm like, if you read it like two years ago, how the fuck No, would you I did read that.
0: The, I read over the Wikipedia, and then I watched a YouTube video over it gotcha just the past two days gotcha so, but a lot of it like i said i do remember a lot that's why i told you i can't re reread books like within the same like few months Um so. oh. yeah a year up to a year i usually give it because i still remember so much of it so that's why i'm like well yeah i
1: guess you know I but a good care. story is a good story no matter how many times you read it i guess i think that's just a me thing anyways <clears throat> um
0: but, yeah, so she – I didn't realize, like, the story was going to be broken up within seven – within the seven husbands. Cause that's oh, I figured. I didn't realize that when I first read it. And mm. so I was – I really liked how they did that, how each chapter, obviously, or each, you know, section of the book was dedicated to each one. Yeah. No matter how short or how long it was. Yeah. It's just depending on how prominent or, like, what they – Well, I mean, how long
1: those – relationships lasted in her life obviously a longer but also some of them
0: are like some of them were short but they were very like the reason why they were short is because of the significance of why they were i don't think that made sense at all
1: absolutely not (laughs) i know i was like saying that
0: (laughs) well anyways um but yeah i really liked this book um there are a few things that have come up in recent years, specifically with T.J.R. and how she portrays her
1: characters.
0: Yeah, and also the issue of the fact that she is speaking on behalf of the LGBTQ plus community when she herself is not a member. Well,
1: and also she's white, and
0: right? she is white, and, and she she's is writing, writing. about Cuban American,
1: yeah, um, women and, and a biracial woman
0: and a biracial well. woman, which you know, don't call her black, call her biracial. Which yeah, is I saw that.
1: And I was like, is okay. that from
0: Monty's? Yes. Did you and, screenshot that on? Yes, I did. Okay. Well, we have the same um, review then. But you know, I've come to realize like some of those things, even in her other books as well. Um, she kind of glosses over some of those facts. And I know that she in interviews have been like called out on it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I know I'm not the person to write it, but I know I have the platform. So I'm going to write about it anyways. Well, he- here's my
1: thinking. Like, Maybe she could co-author it with someone. And I be think like... she
0: could. I don't think she just... I don't think she approached that subject very well. And I don't think she approached the fact that she the the fact that all of her characters she made it a very vivid point that all of her characters were not white but she still wrote them in very white perspectives right and white success Mm -hmm. um and i think you're right i think she could have co-authored or she could have at least given a lot more research and insight into people who are cuban-american yeah and have had i don't know just like
1: consult people from the right like that are lgbtq that are like cuban-american like
0: i don't know the thing is, is my thing is, I don't, I don't really particularly care whether or not you're a part of the community, but if you're not, then you need to do the research. Yeah. And you need to talk to people who are, because that's how you're going to gain the visibility and the true understanding and nuances that, you know, these people who you're not a part of the community or a part of their group or struggles yeah. or, you know, um, to really give them the voice I think they deserve and also to capture them in the best you know most authentic way as possible and of course i know this book is fictional and stuff and so and it's not that i don't want to take away from the story because i really do love the story right and a part of me is like i'm glad that there is lgbtq plus characters because we still even to this day don't have enough of them right and especially to have like a very strong female character and especially like one like evelyn who did everything she could and basically flipped the script and manipulated men to make her self more ambitious and more successful i'm for that oh yeah i was like i the fact that i envied and loved evelyn because of the power she exuded over men and over the like her trajectory of her life she's like i don't i'm not gonna fucking take this and i'm gonna do whatever it takes to get to a certain place. And, um, I think that was also one of the things that kind of rubbed me the wrong way is that people were all judging her to the fact that she had seven husbands. Who gives a fuck if she had seven husbands?
1: That's literally the point. Right.
0: People in the comment, or in those reviews, they're like, how are you going to idolize a woman that had seven husbands? Who gives a
1: fine, fine fuck? that is some freaking...
0: That's, like, who gives a flying, flying shit? The fact that she had seven husbands. She like used slut-shaming, she, Yes, she used every single one of them. And I swear to fucking God, if it was, revo- like, the roles were reversed and it was a man, you probably wouldn't think twice about the fact that he, you wouldn't call him a man-whore. You wouldn't call him a slut.
1: And you even know? if they, di- who fucking cares? Exactly, who, who fucking, fucking
0: cares? cares? So, those are my, some of the hot, like, takes that I know that are around the book, without spoiling anything. Um... But yeah, so I really enjoyed it, and I
1: I just really love this book. I did too. I love it for the story I that I love is. how complex of a character she is, and a person. Evelyn? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's, like, re- very reflective of real life, because, like, everybody is complex. Like, mm-hmm. nobody's purely good I think or these purely characters, bad, and, like... Right.
0: I think these characters are so well thought out and developed. Yeah. I... I remember reading it and just being very refreshed at the fact that these characters felt like adult characters. They didn't feel like YA. Yeah They didn't feel oh my gosh, immature. So they were full bodied, you know, full concept, full development sort of thing. And I think I just really appreciated that yes. whenever I was
1: reading it. And there were some people that were like, these characters were so shallow and not thought out at all. I was like. Did we read the same book? Because I don't think so. No, I think some people, honestly, I feel like half those reviews are just to hate it, just to hate it. Well, and not only that, but I feel like they were saying, like, the husbands weren't, like, well thought out. And, like, that's because they're fucking supporting characters. They're not the main fucking character. Like, I, I read something about, like, Evelyn was the only one who was, like, really thought out. I'm like, because well, she's the no main fucking character. Shit. No, like, I don't get what that is with people. Like I feel like this has been a theme throughout several like books we have read now. I feel like just
0: this month, like it's really prevalent. How oh, the fact I don't that know, people man. are not happy like, about the supporting out. characters
1: having a whole fucking life too, like, like they have a whole life, but th- it's not relevant to this story. Like mm-hmm. we're reading about one person's story, and those people come in and out of their like. I don't know. That part drives me nuts when people say that. I know, it's like, because I was Use like, brain. literally
0: that, and it's like, do you? have you not watched a movie like are you upset with every single fucking movie you watch because there's so many supporting characters in it and i don't hear you moan and groan about those literally
1: I, so what's the difference me. about
0: like a book and if everybody had to be so fleshed out as the main
1: character how boring of a fucking book would that
0: be and also how long i was
1: gonna say it'd be like ten thousand pages at least at least a thousand pages Because then everyone else in their lives would have to be flushed out, too, for these people to be happy. Yeah, and then you wouldn't be able to have an attention span on anyone. No. A book would never be finished if people did it like that. LOL, Game of Thrones.
0: (laughs) Game of Thrones is pretty close to, I think, what people want. Mm. Of all the supporting characters having a background and a story of their own but you see how big and thick those books are and you see the fact that he hasn't even fucking finished the series and how over old he is whatever that's my two cents mm. Mm. well okay but i'm gonna move, move on, on to the spoilers spoiler area yes because we've been
1: of, discussing spoiler part of the pod
0: yeah um so as you know the first part of our episode is spoiler free Um, or we try to keep it spoiler free it doesn't always happen um but this next part we're going to be talking about the book like really getting into the book and the details of it so you haven't read it go read it and then come back um or not we are not your moms we can't tell you what to do
1: so yeah yeah um i really did not like monique really yes wow I liked I mean, her at the end.
0: Of, yeah. Well, I still was kind of irritated with her, the fact that she got mad over the whole thing. Anyways, that's really far ahead, so let me not get to that point.
1: I mean, um, we can if you want to. No. But I just felt like in the beginning, she was so. I was like, can well, you I mean, sh- shut the fuck up, bro? She's like, oh my she's, God, yeah. why does Evelyn Hugo want me blah, 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 over and over and over? And then she's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. And Evelyn's like, Take the fucking opportunity. Well, she's like,
0: she, uh, yeah, I don't really like how the fact that they made her so meek. and Yes. And so, like, wary and, like, so scatterbrained and just, not scatterbrained, but just so much, like, I can't do it. Like, so unconfident in herself. Even though, that, like, I get that's what they were trying to make her kind of be portrayed as. Is, like, I don't somebody think who doesn't have their life to a successful portrayal. Well, they, somebody who doesn't have their life together and, like, is, like, shit, like, Spiraling essentially, I don't think they did it well, but I think that's what they were trying to go with.
1: I agree, I just don't think they wrote her well in the beginning. Like, I liked her at the end, she's a bit of a crybaby. Yeah, I don't know. I just was like, I couldn't get on board with her in the beginning, especially. Yeah, so I did like the photo shoot moment that they had anyways that's again at the very end um okay I didn't write my thoughts down on this book because I was too scatterbrained to do that and also was doing other stuff at work today but um I wrote down like a couple of thoughts I think at the very beginning let me see if I have them pulled up in my notes app hee <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how you wanted to go about it.
0: I thought maybe we would go about each, um, husband.
1: Yeah, (laughs) but okay, literally, these are not loving Monique so far. She's not listening to Evelyn and is being kind of dumb. Uh, like when they first meet and get salads, and she drops her fork, and then she also like spills the coffee on the carpet. I'm like, Mm -hmm. what is this weird little thing that's happening? Like, what the fuck? And then I was like, Monique, shut up and take this deal. Are you fucking kidding me? Let me consider what the fuck. I'm sick of you, Monique. I'm not a biographer. I'm not. And I'm not writing down every detail of this. Literally, I want to punch her. She's I, very, she's very insecure. Like, You're joking. She,
0: yeah. She's just very insecure about the entire thing. And like insecure about herself, insecure about her life. You know. Yeah. As she's going on and on and on and on. Anyway, so, so
1: look, you want to break it down by husband. I'm down with that.
0: Okay, uh, well, I thought they had a list here.
1: Well, the first one is Don.
0: Yeah, he was just basically to get her out of her parents' house. Oh, no, no,
1: her first one is Eddie.
0: Yes, Eddie. Don Adler is, like, the third one. His, the third one, I thought he was the second. No, I think Don Adler
1: is, like, the third. Because Eddie gets her
0: out. Hold on.
1: They moved I'm putting to... my
0: mic down, so if you hear it, whatever.
1: Um, They so... moved to Hollywood together. And then the production company is like, you need to divorce him and start dating around. And then I thought oh, that's okay. when she meets I got, Don. I got,
0: I got Mick, Riva and, oh. and Don Adler mixed up because I thought Mick was before Don. Oh, no. So, yeah, you're right. It's Eddie or Ernie. Ernie. Ernie.
1: damn. Gosh.
0: But do we even read the book? <laughs> yeah, I guess not. <laughs> so, it's Ernie, and I remember she basically just married him just to get out to get to hollywood yeah because she just to get out of he her moving. well that and also to get away from her abusive father yeah that too so um who was a drunk and beat her and stuff um yeah so that was her first stepping stone i think of each of these men as her stepping stone oh yeah different they, stepping they... <laughs> stones into her life and her career and stuff
1: each get her further in life
0: right exactly um and so and then she ends up falling in love with Don Adler who is the like main male lead in one of the movies that they're adapting. Yeah, I don't remember which one exactly, but um, then she realizes like eventually like with Don, I well, and they I know get married. They get married, yeah, but um, he starts beating her obviously yes. because his the pressure from his life and being an actor on his, in his you know. Whole well, profession. that's not why
1: people beat people, but yes, he takes his stress out on her. Like, right? That's what I was getting to. Yeah, but yeah, never mind. Okay, but
0: um, yeah. And then, if you don't know, McRiva—that's a name drop from Malibu Rising. Yeah, that's the dad, the yeah. deadbeat dad from Malibu Rising. So. But I was like, oh, yeah, I remember his name. And I just like how she just puts, like, little baby Easter eggs, like, inside of them. And it's so great.
1: But I love that McRiva is such a piece of shit that he is only ever, like, a tiny, tiny, tiny side character.
0: Oh, in, like, any of the books? Yeah. Yeah. I would say even in Malibu Rising, though, he was... He's not... He wasn't tiny, but... Well
1: he's in the book actually for like two seconds
0: yeah they just talk about him yes right 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 because i think about all these books and i just think of them and see them as like movies so I, like i don't know why like all of her adaptations and stuff i just feel like they're like movies they're so easily like translated yeah, in my a, head she's a
1: good uh book to movie writer
0: she is it just I think it just so easily is an imagination or like for somebody's imagination to view it like that. And that's how I did whenever I was reading them.
1: I could definitely see this as a movie.
0: I think it's already in the works of either a movie or a show. Um, show. Mm-hmm.
1: That would be very fun to watch.
0: Yes. I know. I'm excited. Um, And then Rex North. There's a few that like were very small. Like so Ernie and I think Rex North. Rex was just for publicity. Which one is, was he? The fourth one. After Mick.
1: I'm trying to remember. It was just because they were co-stars, right? No. Or no. Rex. Oh, they were. They lived together and they were married for a little bit. As th- it he was, was her beard. He was what? He was her beard, right? Because he then ended, her beard. Yeah. What is? That's when like straight people act like they're in a relationship with a non-straight. Person.
0: no that's cam harry no harry's gay too uh, yeah that's they get
1: married well, and then yeah. that... wait it's he's still a beard though the fourth one yeah oh huh.
0: because
1: then he ends up because i thought it was out of publicity girl, right?
0: maybe it was the other
1: dude god damn i literally listened to this book a <laughs> day and i can't keep them straight this is why I need to take notes. I'm an idiot. I'm angry at myself now. Oh my
0: gosh. Okay, hold on. Let me go back.
1: Let me get my book and see if I can find.
0: I don't know. Who is the true love? Okay, no.
1: This episode. I guess. God damn.
0: Well, anyways, Rex North wasn't significant. Anyways, it was Don Adler and Harry cameron and max gerard who were really like the, the big ones yeah
1: cause she actually loved don Adler.
0: she really did she loved don and that's what made me sad is like her that whole chapter was just so good like about their love and they like how their relationship was just so hot and steamy and based on like and their sex was so like you know they were just like sexual beings or whatever Mm -hmm. and like it was very passionate is what i was saying i'm trying to say as their love and stuff but with the same like kind of passion and ambition and drive and love that they had they also had the opposite and they were pretty volatile and like tumultuous together too yeah they like fought
1: well, and this book even touches on like different types of relationships and like soulmates and yeah. stuff like that. So the idea
0: of soulmates and whatnot. Um, I did not realize though that this book was an LGBTQ plus book. Whenever I first picked it up, and I was thoroughly surprised oh. whenever
1: it comes out that she likes Celia i think i didn't know it was lgbtq but as soon as like celia got introduced and they had their little ice cream date, i was like oh they're gonna fall in love and really quick a uh, beard is american slang term for a person who is used knowingly or unknowingly as a date romantic partner or spouse either to conceal identity or conceal one's sexual orientation mm. so it, i did not know that yeah because i knew that there was one of them i just didn't think it
0: was rex I thought, I thought it was just one of the husbands that she used as like a, essentially just like as a figurehead or a beard, as you say.
1: Well, yeah. So it's Rex and then it's Harry. So. Well,
0: anyways. Yeah.
1: Continuing on. Um, why do I feel like we're low energy today? I don't know if it's low energy so much as like chaotic. I just like, I'm having a hard time coming up with like my thoughts in a same yeah, way. Yeah, I can tell. You're like, I think I'm like. Are you okay? I think maybe the emotions. I'm like still reeling with the end <laughs> of this book, because I'm like you're not your normal self. I know today. I know that's why I asked you if you're like, are you tired? Are you like, I don't. I are don't you okay? Know what I am. <laughs> I know this book. I'm still absorbing it. Honestly, um, I feel like the way this book is written. Also, it's like. Until the very end, it's very straightforward. Does that make sense? Yes. Like I, I mean, because like it's every single... Like... Well, because every single
0: chapter is just Evelyn telling her about a different husband. Right. And so it's like they're going straight into a flashback. And, like, these major events are, like, what's happening. Yeah. And, um, you know, going back to the fact that I didn't know that this was an LGBTQ plus book. Whenever she comes out to say that she likes Celia... Mm -hmm. um and how Monique immediately thought so she's gay she's like oh Oh, you're gay and then she gets upset because you're like don't put me in that box don't put me in the fact she's like have you ever like thought of people being bisexual yeah she's like I'm bisexual and I immediately whenever I read it because like I was thinking about it I was like oh my god she's gay and I immediately found myself putting her putting her in a box wanting her to be oh. a lesbian or wanting to be gay or wanting to be like just one thing yeah and i was like oh fuck yeah there's like bisexuality like they can you can love you know multiple like genders or you know expressions and stuff and so yeah i was like oh fuck i did that shit i was putting her in the box too but i remember that one
1: specific scene that was just very like that touched me it very big it stood out to you
0: mm-hmm.
1: um I literally had a thought and now it's gone. That's literally how this whole day is gone. Well, I... <laughs> I'm struggling, y'all. Well,
0: I love Celia. Um... I, I liked her. I liked her and I hated her. But I think the yeah, reason why god. I liked her so much is because I hated her.
1: I had mixed feelings on her. I feel like... She
0: irritated me so many times and then I was like, oh my god. Just fuck her and make up and stop yeah, being I...
1: dumb bitches. I mean, I feel like that's part of it, right? They're young starlets. They're very dramatic, and it's like life or death every time. But they, I do, it's frustrating because we're reading this book based on the 50s. Obviously, they could not come out and, like, have no No. repercussions like what you could now. Oh, right. So it was, like, frustrating to be like, just fucking love each other and open and, like. I think that she
0: captured that frustration very very well, though. Yeah. And the fact that, like, you know, people are always, like, upset at the fact that, um, you know, maybe it wasn't enough representation or wasn't as clear or whatever. But you also have to remember, like, the time period that it was in. Yeah. So, like, the 50s and the 60s, that wasn't really a time that homosexuality and...
1: It wasn't accepted. It then. wasn't
0: accepted. Nor was it, like, ever something that, you know, could be fluid or could yeah. be, you were either straight or you weren't yeah it never was like oh well i'm bi and i'm pan and i'm demi and i'm you know a whole bunch of different like categorizations it's either like you're this or you're that
1: yeah well and i also thought it was interesting that like i don't know celia would be like let's damn it all like let's just yeah because she she wanted to be together but then also at the same time she didn't want that and like every time evelyn like made a step so that way they could be safe but be together even if it, she didn't like it, like she'd be pissed. And like I hated that Celia was so like obviously Evan Evelyn should have talked to Celia about that sex scene with Don. Yes. But at the same time I was like, it's literally acting. It's like their job. Come on. Like you know she's in love with you. Like Right. Is it I just don't because know.
0: that he like unrequited love? Or like why are you
1: it's, it's like you know like what i the mean jealousy and right like, the jealousy i also loved how it was a recurring thing of like how celia was jealous of the men uh-huh. and evelyn was jealous of the women yeah and then like they're kind of just foils of each other yeah i don't know i liked that and i was looking up little fan arts of this because i shipped them so hard and they're so cute and all the little fan arts of them are so cute i know I know. And the freaking part where she wins the Grammy and she chips her tooth kissing yeah I was like, oh my God. And then years and years later, Celia says on the Shh, TV, hold like, on, hold oh. on. Kirby, hush. You cannot be in the recording studio if
0: you're going to be gruffing.
1: <laughs> he is just staring <laughs> you down like, shut up, wench. <laughs>
0: anyway sorry but when she gives
1: gives her speech years later she's like those of you who might want to kiss the TV like don't break a tooth or anything like that yes oh my god I cried Uh, too many times I freaking knew that they were going to be in love forever like yeah and oh my god they're I love that like no matter what happens they always kept going back to each each other (laughs) I know and it just I
0: loved Cameron Harry Harry's yeah whole like them being together and like that kind of bliss that they finally got for those few years so that way that harry could happiness
1: yes i like that it was seven Seven. years there's a theme of seven
0: here lucky number sevens yes um yes and being able to both of them to be together and then the fact is like how do you come to the decision that you are gonna have a child with your best friend that's crazy yeah named
1: connor i just literally i love that name for a girl connor yeah me too Connor Cameron I literally loved everything about Evelyn and Harry's friendship yes it, just that it was so pure and like they both again really they talk about like out for each other, mate, best friends. friends yes and I just was so obsessed with it and that they like literally were like we both want a baby and it might not be traditional the way like we love each other and have a family but like this is a strong family and it's gonna be like yeah. A good one. Hold on, guys. I, I feel like they probably can't get Kirby out.
0: Huh. They can. I heard him the other time. Oh.
1: Come here, buddy.
0: Sorry. you got kicked out. Come here. Sorry.
1: Oh, big and I, this book makes me wonder like how many people in Hollywood actually are like this. Especially were like this back then. We're doing a pet exchange. Kirby is leaving <laughs> and Mona is coming oh, that's
0: it. in. it. Kirby's out. All- <laughs>
1: We get one. We get
0: one that barks, and then the other one fucks up our mics. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hopefully she won't try and sit on it this time. I know she's terrible about that because she just
0: wants to sit snuggle. Here head. she comes. <laughs> I'm gonna block her.
1: <laughs> um. But I really want to know. what Like, obviously, there's so many more like LGBTQ people than we even realize because people never come out because they're afraid. Right. And so I really want to know, like, who back then. And I feel like, obviously, this character is based on Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And I kind of love the crazy idea, possibly, that, like, Marilyn actually was, like, a bisexual woman or, like, a gay woman.
0: I know. I also kind of went down the the TikTok deep dive, like, very, very small. But um about, like, how her body was, like, how she
1: died. Yeah. And, and it I disappeared. Appeared, yeah. Yeah. I know. That's been my... Okay, it's good. That's been on is my still TikTok. Going? Okay. Too. <laughs> she we
0: hope oh, we both paused because Mono's just like walked over them. We both like froze like <laughs> <laughs> We both held our breath and say shit. Um but yeah, that's been all over my TikTok and I didn't I did not realize. I know who Marilyn Monroe obviously is, but I have not, you know, watched any of the documentaries. Me uh, you either. know. So now it makes me interested to obviously learn more about her. Yeah. And then obviously characters like Evelyn, who are very you know um attuned to who they are and they're unforgiving of their personality and what they want and their ambition and stuff Mm -hmm. like obviously back in the day that was so looked down upon but also so idolized at the same time you know what i mean like it was just so unconventional
1: well i think it was looked down upon no matter who you are but especially in the ways that were not like I don't know. She's like a beautiful blonde woman in this book. Obviously, she's a person of color, but supposed but, to be. Yes. Even though she's blonde, she looks like a like traditional like bombshell or whatever. Uh-huh. So, I love it's like the notion that like she, even though she was like out of the norm, she was still in the norm enough to like benefit from that. Uh-huh. So like imagine like a not like typical beauty like just being unapologetic about who they are and owning it i
0: wish she probably i wish she would have leaned into that like latina more like that latina factor more of being somebody that was exotic instead of a bombshell and then ended up being passing essentially as like white because she blonde dyed her hair blonde like it was hard for me to visualize her because the way that she was portrayed and held in the book was very white even though she was said to be cuban-american and of course that also doesn't want me to like go back and say that like cuban americans can't be lighter skinned or lighter, lighter complected um it just wouldn't you know i don't know
1: no i get you it's, it's a nuanced complex conversation you know, to have about it is representation and stuff but, right um i do love that we finally find out like why monique it was the reason why the re- she was the, chosen yeah and it ended up being that
0: Harry Cameron's lover was her dad. Yeah. Which that, that was like,
1: oh, shit.
0: Did not see it coming. No, I didn't. I didn't think it was like, it was a twist, but also I didn't feel like it was like that big of a twist. You right. Know what I like mean? It, it, was a it was like, feasible oh, shit.
1: Twist. Yeah. But I still was shocked and didn't see it coming. And when they saw the, said there was a car accident, I was like, oh, my God, who is it going to be? Is it going to be Celia or, or is it going to be? Harry or like who? Because right, exactly. Obviously, we already knew that Celia was sick, but it didn't mean that she couldn't but die. But like, Harry some was. Other way.
0: Harry had been drinking because, um, the the his partner had died.
1: Remember, well, right? Yeah, yes, that's the reason why he was drinking and why he, dro- gotten in the right. Right. I'm just saying, like, we didn't know it was Harry, right? At first, at first, yeah, yeah. You were just like, and who I was is like, it? yeah, who's it gonna be? Cause imagine like she's like oh Celia is sick but we're gonna have some time together at least before she dies and then kaboom like <laughs> kaboom into the tree <laughs> I was like that would have been a twist honestly but I was so fucking sad that Harry died it all made it convenient for them to like move away right or whatever but right God damn that was sad and yeah, she yeah. and like moving the bodies, bodies. and stuff holy fuck. Holy fuck, I just, like, that was about when I started to cry, and I just, like, didn't stop after that. Because, goddamn, it was just, like, the fucking letter in the pocket, and, like, they were best friends, and their daughter, and I was just, like, I can't handle this. Not emotionally okay.
0: I mean, also, like, the pact that, like I said, going back to the fact that Harry and Evelyn had a had a kid like that just shows you how strong their bond is of like just friendship even to be like yeah we want a kid we want to raise a kid
1: yeah they're soulmates they were stop (laughs) they were soulmates fuck me up goddamn I know and I like how you had you touched
0: on this earlier that they were soulmates in different capacities yeah you know friend soulmates and then you know lover soulmates sort of thing um I also just liked Celia's name, Celia St. James. I think that was per- the perfect like character name. <laughs> I just liked the fact she I just imagined her so vividly, so I don't know. I really like that name. Um
1: I so y- earlier you said like you were mad that she didn't like forgive Evelyn. Mm -hmm. Monique didn't forgive Evelyn or whatever you really are pissed that she didn't forgive her
0: I was mad for a little while I was like okay come on like yeah I get it but although at the same time like she still told you like you could have just left she could have just left this world not knowing you know what I mean and um there's another review I think that same review that we were talking about how the fact that you know the fact that her dad was glossed over the f- like that he was black and, like, no other, like, mention of blackness was oh. ever, like, talked about, you know, with her or whatever. How – there's a part – I want to save it for the review because I did screenshot that one part. Yeah. um But, yeah. um I just – I don't know. I didn't think her dad made it a very important, like – like of course he was important to her but i didn't feel like he was so crucial sometimes and then to find out like after the fact you're like okay yeah the dad died because of this and he ended up being bisexual himself or maybe not maybe he was a beard yeah her mom was a
1: beard so part of me likes that her feelings remained complicated for evelyn I, I think, think it was realistic
0: what well, about to say I was like it's realistic and it's also like appropriate you yeah. know at the fact that like i think it represents somebody's like process of really hard information
1: well right like if the best you found out like
0: but you know how you like how happened. things just
1: to be in like tiny little like bowls
0: and happy and shit
1: i have like, everybody t- forgives everybody <laughs> I mean I think it's only right that like she's frustrated and at the end she even says like I already know I'm gonna forgive Evelyn. Right. It's like, just like it just the freshness of right exactly of the thing and I love that Evelyn didn't even like need the forgiveness. No. She was like I did this I accept it and like like she was I so I'd so at still peace do with it, it again because I did what I had right. to to protect my family and she's like I knew that she doesn't regret it understood it before it was her dad like right Monique was like anyone would have done that for their family and I think obviously that's why Monique also has such complicated feelings about it
0: because she sees where Evelyn came from yeah from like for so long what she worked for and what she could not lose yeah and
1: also or like
0: the gravity of like what she would lose it's not like Evelyn
1: actually like killed her father her father had passed and she was trying to protect someone who was still alive at the time so like
0: i mean you get it but also at the same time yeah. you feel like you know from somebody who is taking in that information i can see how selfish that could come across oh of
1: course but i just uh, i love uh, how complex everything in this book is nothing is black and white everything mm. is nuanced with all real of the characters are morally great life is <laughs> well, yes. because like
0: you know all the characters are morally great but the fact is is that like human beings are morally gray. Like, exactly. nobody is, like, purely good and purely evil.
1: And she... Evelyn just accepted that about herself, and I loved it. And
0: I just, yeah, love for the complicated... Well, I feel like she, she always accepted herself for, like, being the ambitious, like, cutthroat, like, woman that she was. Yeah. And I think I... That was one thing that I really liked about the fact that they... That we finally had a main character that did not give a literal
1: fuck what she did. I know. This is what I needed in, like, so many of our books. I know. That's
0: why whenever you keep saying, you're like, I want the woman to feel all the power and I want them to do this and I want them to
1: embrace it. I was like, this is, like, literally, this is your bread and butter. is, like, the embodiment of Um, what I've always wanted. Yes.
0: (laughs) This is your bread and butter. She's
1: amazing. She is. She's just
0: a badass. And then just the thing is, it's like, I like how it got flipped on its head at the fact that she... Manipulated men.
1: Yeah. To and her she didn't, will. Like, she didn't let the tragedy, like, stop her. No.
0: She kept going. Ever. She was, like, a strong but jaded woman, and I loved it. Yeah, no.
1: She's dope as shit.
0: I, um. Everybody was, like, in the comments or the reviews, Evelyn Hugo's my mom. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I wish. She's I, so cool. I know. But it made me so sad. There was so much death in this book, dude.
1: There was a lot of death. But that's life, baby.
0: I mean, yes. But also, like, a lot of their deaths here in the book were pretty tragic. And they were just upsetting. Like, Harry died. Well, the What was Harry's um, partner's name? He was a John. quarterback. Was it John? I don't. I don't remember. Well, he... He died of a heart attack. Yeah. And then... At 50. Yes. And then... Cameron died in the drunk driving like accident. Mm-hmm. And then Celia died because she was sick. Yes. And then Connor died because she was in breast she had breast cancer. breast cancer. Which is so terrible. Like your daughter dies before you, which is always, you she know, talks tragic about it in the
1: book too, yeah. It's so so tragic. And um I did think the whole like assisted suicide thing like element was very interesting and how Evelyn oh like took, touching on decided it decided to take her own life instead of like falling succumbing to the breast cancer basically right and um i appreciated like the complicated feelings that freaking monique had about it too right
0: well i mean um there's this girl on tiktok that i follow and she has terminal cancer and she's young she's less she's not even 20, I don't think. And, um, you know, she's talking about how these are going to be probably her last holidays and how she's like, you know, I talked with my nurse, her hospice nurse mm-hmm. about like what is to be expected, like, you know, in the future, like slowly, like she's like, going to end up being like suffocated by her tumors or her lungs are going to fill up with liquid and then she will eventually Oof. die of, of pneumonia or double pneumonia or you know mm-hmm. something else that so she was talking about she's like that sounds so painful and the fact that like you know I'll get to the point where it'd be so painful that I can't breathe why can't there be assisted suicide for people who are terminally ill if I don't want to go out in that much pain yeah and that much suffering it'd be like oh well like she's like I they told me that essentially like I will suffocate.
1: Yeah. It's, it's,
0: and I, and I totally get that. She's like, if I wanted to go and I knew that it was before like all of that pain and suffering, like I wouldn't have to endure, can I go in a peaceful way? Yeah. And that's such a, you know, it's such an ethical and moral question because obviously the idea of death is so taboo and the idea of choosing death over life mm-hmm. is so taboo also. But in those situations where, you know, does pain outweigh morality and like what's good and what's bad right yeah
1: i don't know how It's <laughs> i just love how human this book was <laughs> like i have the the pain the heartache the complex i like literally keep saying it over and over because that's like the main thought that is like mm-hmm. driving through my head over and over just like i think it's just
0: how <sighs> I think, like we like we said, this was really like an adult fiction, yeah. To me, I I think it's technically considered YA. Um, it really, d- it's on the higher scale of YA because oh. YA I think goes up to 21, twenty one twenty twenty one. Um, but you know, I just ugh, I don't know. I don't know what else to say other than that this book just is a really great reflection of a lot of different things. Of course, you know, every book has some areas that it can obviously do better in, but the story in itself, these characters, I fell in love with, like, 100% yeah. and very easily, and I grew so much attachments to them because they felt so real. They mm-hmm. felt so vivid and vibrant and dimensional, and just, yeah.
1: they felt like real people. This is why women need to be written by women. Pff- yeah, always. Always. <laughs> This is why every character's need to be written by women. Honestly. Cuz you know, men women authors give men male characters too much credit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always
0: too much credit. They're real. always they're always perfect and you're like you look and then you remember you're like this is written by a woman. Yep, because no man. That's why There's not a lot of men
1: written by women in the real world. No, <laughs> there's not. But <laughs> life hack I just, anytime I see something about like an boy, amazing heck. male character on TikTok, you send it to Aaron. I send it to Aaron, and then does he actually he takes notes? Does she actually watch it? Uh, he's like become so much more romantic in the like last year of our relationship. I meant than to he ever call him. Been.
0: I meant to be like, "You're such a good I boy. was wondering if you were going to say something. I wanted
1: to, but I didn't want to do it in front of
0: everybody because oh. I felt like he'd be like too cool. You know what I mean? He'd be like. He make wouldn't it know bigger. what to say. Yeah, yeah he, I didn't want to embarrass him that
1: hard. But if if you have a good partner, they're gonna see the things that you want in there and be like, "How can I do that in our relationship?" I know. And I so I feel honestly, like I do romance in,
0: books. Like, I feel like I feel like young men should really read, men need to read, read romance
1: books because they are I'm like, if you want a girlfriend, read a fucking romance book. Act like that.
0: Like I need somebody to be a hopeless romantic with me. Okay, if not. Just be like this entertain. Is like a no brain- Just entertain mind. my hopeless romantic like romanticism. And the fact is, like, if you want an insight to a female brain and like what we love and enjoy, right? like
1: that is the easiest way. You want to read our minds? Read these books. Literally, it's not that hard. No, it's not. That's also why I was like, there was for a while that TikTok video or sound where it was like, I love how men make fun of women for reading romance novels because they say it's so unattainable Mm. so like men literally they
0: already set themselves to the bar that they can they can never live up to these things
1: oh you like want romance sucks for you i'm not gonna give that to you which and
0: it makes it so and i feel like that also just ingrains in women that they will never have the capability of experiencing the love that is like very that is very attainable. You know what I mean? Like right. These romance books are not asking... They're not, like, groundbreaking L- and what no, what's happening. No, not in <laughs> the fucking slightest,
1: bro. No. Like, nothing... It's just the fucking bare minimum. It's men being attentive and <laughs> caring. Why is that such a concept? Exactly. So... Uh and the men are like, ha ha ha, you're just you love these sappy love books. Yes, bitch. Honestly, all the straight men in these books were disappointing. Or in this book was disappointing. Yeah. Not a single one of the straight men was like great.
0: It's because they have no nuance
1: whatsoever. The best man was Harry. Yes. Like I I'm just like, God damn. It's they're disappointing even in books though. Like, come on. <laughs> You're like, I can't
0: fucking escape it anywhere.
1: And the nice one, like one of the nicer ones who's like, they all cheated on her. Mm-hmm. And then the the last man that she was married to, uh, besides the brother, mm-hmm. was like, I'm going to fucking out you to the media. Yes. Like, you piece of shit.
0: Yes. All of them are just uh,
1: garbage. Although I feel like all of them just was, retaliated toward, against her. Yeah. Because she was a strong woman. Yes. And they didn't like that. They couldn't control her. No. It was so sweet that Celia's brother married Evelyn and mm-hmm. like absolutely loved her daughter. Right. Basically like her own, his so own. So that way Celia's land
0: could be given to. Yeah. To Evelyn whenever she passes. Yeah. I know. Ugh, just, I can't wait. This movie. So either this movie or this TV show. I hope it's a TV show because I feel like. I need that, you know, those eight hours for every husband, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, like eight hours for yeah. eight episodes. Like, each episode is a different husband. Yes, exactly.
0: Basically. Um, Or maybe it's ten episodes, and the first episode is just them. The beginning. Like, the beginning. And, and then the last episode or two. Two through nine is every husband, husband
1: and then... Yeah, last last episode episode or two. Yeah, is the ending. Mm -hmm. That would be good. Like a a one season series. I feel like
0: they can really get all of the like details. Yeah. Out of, because this book is very detailed. It is. And especially like in the memory, in the memory recall. No, but in the memory recall, it's very like, very specific on what's happening.
1: Yeah. No. Also, I like the fact that they did adaptations of Little Women. I know. I I was like, like, how fucking crazy is that? I just read that. And if Celia played fucking Beth, God, God, who did uh, Evelyn play? Joe. Was she in it? I thought she wasn't. Wasn't? Oh, did she get replaced? I thought. I thought it wasn't because it was Evelyn, Celia, and someone else. Oh, right? Because she was supposed to be friends. Yes. And then shortly after, I think she was.
0: I think she was Joe. I think so too. Which, fun fact, we realized that um, Joe was a trans woman or man. He wasn't. His name's not Joe. You mean Mary Alcott? Yes. The author of Little Women. Yes. Sorry. perceived himself as a man, which makes sense as to why he himself um, portrayed himself as Joe and why Joe was so adamant at the fact that she was not girly and that she wanted to be a boy and that she was time boyish and stuff um we just watched a tiktok on this yes i literally and
1: botched what i was attempting to say i know
0: it's okay it's okay wow you had the elements. <laughs> um but yeah he talks about several times in life in his books and in his writing and throughout you know his years that he feels like a man trapped in a woman's body yeah or like a, a man's soul trapped in a woman's um persona or something like that something very meta
1: yeah, it was so interesting and it was like wow which i totally got those vibes from joe in the book jo- yeah i thought
0: joe i was like joe could easily be a trans you know man yeah because the way that she's portrayed joe the character mm-hmm. she is so adamant about not wanting to be a girl no yeah so adamant like i even remember like reading like, some of them, I was like, man, Joe's really pushing hard that she did not want to be a girl. Yeah. I'm like, she even cut her hair. I was like, this is the modern-day lesbian right here. I,
1: <laughs> the thought definitely crossed my mind. I know.
0: So, for that to come up on, my, on our timelines, obviously, on our, no, not timelines, for FYPs, for TikTok, I thought was really interesting.
1: So, small little tidbit. Who would you want to see play these characters oh that's so
0: hard there's so many characters i know i think i just saw a list of like what they what people have i
1: feel like um have in the new wednesday show the guy who plays tyler would be really good as harry the guy who plays tyler yeah don't know who that is Um, i haven't watched it just yet and he's also gay so i feel like Dude. Okay, I so, want them to cast actual like gay men as the gay men, right? Bisexual women people as who Evelyn, are like come bi- on, Let's let's bisexual get with it, Latina woman, yes. You said man, I said oh, gay men as the gay men, bisexual woman as Evelyn.
0: Oh, I thought you said bisexual man as Evelyn. Oh, I was like, woman. Mm. I mean, that would be cool, <laughs> yes. Um, so I have this website up is as a fan cast and this is in 2020 so it's just people who like obviously fans have the thought that these people would do well.
1: Yeah.
0: Um for Evelyn Hugo it's Ana de Armas. That she played Armes. Marilyn in The Marilyn. And uh, or and or Rita Moreno. Is see what she looks like?
1: Oh, Rita's cute. I feel like Ana de Armas I like her. I like her
0: because her face looks a little bit more mature, like chiseled. Her face looks a little bit more baby and young. Maybe that she'd be the older version. So this would be the new and the
1: like the young, the young, the new, like the old. Okay. So I could see that. Who would play like older, older Evelyn? Do we think? That's a good question.
0: Yeah, Rita Moreno. Yeah. Um, Monique would be Aja Naomi King. Yes,
1: I love her. I honestly like pictured her when I was uh, reading about this. Mm -hmm. That should be good. How to Get Away
0: with Murder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ernie Diaz, the first heaven Noah Centineo. Oh, that
1: would be good.
0: I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I can see Ernie that way, but like I thought he would like it just pictured him as a really weird, like very basic man, but also not
1: I mean, Noah's a little bit basic, so. I
0: guess. His hair is really curly, so I just, like. Basic. I guess
1: I pictured Ernie to have curly, curly hair. hair. Like, not, like, curly curly, but, like, it's got some, something to it. So, Don Adler wins Scott Easton. Or Eastwood.
0: Sorry, not Easton. What the fuck? Got that guy.
1: Yeah, I can see it.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially in this. Like, he seems very Brad Pitt-esque.
1: Yeah. He kind of looks like Liam Hemsworth. A mm, like a
0: like, I think a cross between Liam Hesworth and Brit, Brad Pitt. So yeah, I get that. Um, Celia Saint James is Emma Stone. Shut up. I don't think I like that. I I do. I love Emma Stone. I do but don't her base like it, that. but her her voice is a little gravelly. She... Like I pictured, um. Celia being a little bit more like very girly high-pitched oh, same
1: you know like, so feminine. very angelic yes not that Emma Stone's not feminine but I'm just like a, but like a like classic Hollywood fe- yes. beauty yes
0: mm-hmm I mean I wouldn't mind it I think that she could definitely live up to it
1: oh, I don't picture it
0: don't <laughs> G- picture guess who they put McRiva who the Harry Styles yeah know, like, uh, absolutely not not
1: no i do not see that at all no that's, that's embarrassing forever <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> also i think it's come to terms that hairstyles is not a very good
1: actor i haven't seen don't worry so, darling yet so i don't know i've heard
0: i haven't heard good things about him i haven't either. i've also but... heard only that florence Pugh is like she holds that entire
1: show yeah or she you know holds it on her back i picture like kind of slimy yeah like a little bit hair slicked back yes like danny zuko (laughs) (laughs) yes but like a little little older
0: more chiseled brown he i feel like just like tan yeah we have the same i just can't figure out you know who would be so good as McRibba if he wasn't fucking Spanish. Like did I say Spanish because he doesn't
1: speak English very well. Hold on, let me find him. Pedro. For some reason I thought you were about to say bad bunny and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no. From click click click. show me a pick.
0: I think if he was younger he would do so well. Like, uh, fuck, what the hell? Chilean? He's Chilean? Hold the fuck on. Hold on, I need better images. Oh my lord. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I need him to be... I need the younger version of this dude. What? He looks ugly. Never mind. (laughs) 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 He was cute in Narcos. Now he looks ugly.
1: Mm. What the
0: hell?
1: Anyways, next.
0: Okay, never mind. Never mind. Never mind, I suck. Okay, Rex North, Aaron Taylor, Johnson.
1: Okay. I can appreciate that. Mm. I love Aaron Taylor. Harry Cameron, Chris Pine.
0: No. 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 Well... I think maybe the older version... Older version. version. If he's, like, 50 when he's, like, passing. But, like, when he's younger, no. No.
1: Like I said... They're
0: going to have to have multiple fucking actors because like Yeah, because it jumps they... around in age. Yes. Or they're just going to have to have good CGI effects. <laughs> Eek.
1: No, probably not.
0: CGI actually has come a long way, so it's not like it's like weird. Max Gerard Louis Garrel. He's a French. Okay. He's a French. And then Robert Jameson is uh, Robert Jameson is John. John Kerber. Let
1: me see. Corbet. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can see that.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's at the end of her life, anyways. Yeah. So. This is who I see as Young Harry. Yes. Oh, my God. Isn't Thank that God. perfect? Yes. Who the fuck is that? That's He plays Tyler in Wednesday. Okay, yes. That Especially Young Harry. That's exactly how I pictured him. Same. It's like a Sandy kind of like blondish hair with blue eyes yes
1: he put, he's played by hunter Duhan okay yeah hunter dohan yeah no i think he's a perfect young i hairy. do not like i don't like this as chris Pine Harry could I... be older harry no Aww. i feel like they have to do somebody else say that one i feel like they have to do, have somebody else oh yeah no i think hunter Duhan is harry For...
0: ew what they put Bella Thorne for Connor.
1: What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? Uh, no! I'm... Is she like a crackhead? Mm. <laughs> oh my god, I... She's not good. Oof. She's not she's not doing well for herself. I mean, yeah. Anyways.
0: And yeah, I strongly disagree. Disagree with all of that. Agreed. Do you think there's only like a few that I was like, oh yeah, for sure. Evelyn, yeah. I feel like they really nailed. I agree on the both the younger and the older version. Yeah, I think that Emma Stone could maybe be the older version of Celia, no. but not the younger version. I disagree. with you. I. Ugh. I feel like maybe like. Isla Fisher would be good as, like, the older version. Because Isla has, um, her red hair. Yeah. But, like, a young version of Isla Fisher. Who? Who do we have? Mm-hmm. <gasps> you know who would be good. You know who. The- Anya Taylor-Joy. The girl from fucking The Queen's Gambit. Yeah. She would be good. She would be the perfect, like... Celia, because she's so feminine, but she's kind of sly. Yeah, she would be good. And she also has red hair. She does. Well, at least Sometimes. Beth did. Yeah. So she um, looks good in red. And, like, I know they talk about how her hair is like strawberry, like red, blonde, whatever. Yeah.
1: Um. Do you think that Monique should tell her mom? Yes, only because I would. Yeah? Yeah. I don't think I would tell her right away. Yeah. i would tell her yeah i think i would have to give it some time but i think I'd i, think have I to would tell her it. too yeah and then i did like that she asked her mom about their relationship and then the mom was like honest Mm-hmm. it was like it wasn't a passionate love but it was like a were steady real partners like, yes we we loved each other for real
0: mm-hmm.
1: so i thought that was interesting because i
0: like i said i, I think there's I think the one thing that this book did do is talk about the very many nuances of love and not not every love has to be passionate and fast and, you know, just vibrant and exciting all the time. There's different types of love yeah, and that are just as validating and stuff. So but anyways, um, but yeah, how do you feel about the end?
1: I mean, like with it all sad (laughs) oh yeah sad
0: (laughs) wow so descriptive
1: um i think it was a great ending to this book honestly Mm -hmm. and i think it's very
0: appropriate to like obviously to everybody's mos especially evelyn's yeah always taking control of like her life and stuff she wasn't gonna let death be the one to tell her when she has to go
1: yeah i think it was a beautiful ending to a book like it wasn't like all happy rainbows and butterflies and i like that mm-hmm. it's kind of gritty and dark and it just... was dark it's freaking it was death. like <laughs> it was like gilded glamour like gilded yeah. glamour like great gatsby yes yeah Ooh. parts of this gave like parts of uh celia and evelyn reminded me of the notebook i've never seen the notebook
0: don't look at me like that i will never watch it
1: I, I knew this, but it never fails to shock me when you say it. I don't know how you've never watched it, and I don't know how you don't want to.
0: I No, I don't. It's Shelby and I have had this conversation. And why she's don't like, you want to? I just don't want to. I, I know everybody cries about it, and I think it's stupid, and I don't want to watch about... I don't like watching movies that make me cry. I know, but like you have to sometimes. Uh
1: No, I don't. I have the power to not, so... But it's in the cultural zeitgeist, Maddie. You have to see this. Well, movie. I am. No, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> but I need you to so you can understand the parallels that I'm drawing. I'm sure I will get them either way. <laughs> Clearly, you fucking won't because you don't know the parallel. I'm a bird, you're a bird. But. That is like literally. I hate that that's like such a big scene because it's so insignificant to the movie. Like everything else. I'm gonna punch you in the fucking face for the attitude you're giving me right
0: now. <laughs> I'm not giving you any attitude. I'm just you're telling like, you. I'm
1: yeah. I was like, I'm not watching it, and you're like, you have to watch it. I'm not gonna watch it. Honestly, Rachel McAdams as Celia wouldn't be horrible.
0: I think maybe she's too old. I think now. she
1: is too old now. But the young Rachel McAdams, yeah, yeah. Because in the Notebook, she has red hair, and it's like in that same. What about style. Lily Collins? Yeah, I could see that. I can see it. A I little think little Lily bit. I th- is gorgeous and I think with she red is hair. Too. I think she could pull it off. Cause she has that creamy, milky white, white, white skin. skin.
0: I think she could. I think I still would want somebody different. But like, I do
1: too. I think her features are too dark. Like her,
0: I feel like they're too exaggerated. Like her eyes are really big. They're very like. I don't feel like she's like innocent enough.
1: I don't know. I don't know, but I. Just hope that if they are making us into a show or a movie, that they do it justice. Oh, they will. I'm sure. I'm sure that they would get super, like, major
0: backlash. So, but anyways. Do you well, want to move into reviews? Because we've talked about a lot. Yeah. We kind of are just running around in circles at this point.
1: That's. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I don't want to fight with you about. What is it? The Notebook. Oh, I feel like we moved past that. So we're good. I don't think so. I feel the residual heat coming oh my off God, of you. You're insane. <laughs> okay, I'll go first with one. One star? No, like just wait. Where the fuck is it? Okay, here. It was like a bunch of five stars in a row. They were all really short. Okay. How do I cope? I just literally have that one. Another one. I envy the people who will be reading this for the first time. Another. So unfortunate that I will pass away before I find a book I love even half as much as this. Mm-hmm. Another one, what an extraordinary, surprising read. Absolutely adored this one. And then my last five star, Celia the entire time. I could be a better boyfriend, boyfriend than, than him, him and him and him and him and him Yep, I had that one. That song by Dove Cameron, that's like, I could, could be, be a, a better, better boyfriend
0: boy- than him. Yeah. My favorite one was a five-star review. It says, Taylor Jenkins Read, my therapy bill will be sent to your address. (laughs) (laughs) Another five-star is, I spent half my time loving her and the other half hiding how much I loved her. This quote right here lives in my head written free. And then the quote says, this book hurt me so good I was sobbing by the end. That was me today in my fucking car. Another five-star says, there was not a dull moment in this book. I will be taking this book to the grave. That's how much I loved it. From the writing, the plot, and the characters that I connected to, everything was done perfectly. This is the second book I've rated five stars. If there's anything to critique, it's I Want More immediately. They gave you it all, though. I think more... Just more of that same, like, splendor. Mm. I finished this at 3 a.m. and then cried myself to sleep. This was truly remarkable. Evelyn Hugo is a character I won't get out of my head for a long time. So five true. Stars. Um... There was another five-star review, and there there we are again. When nobody had to know you, you kept me, like, a secret, but I kept you, like, an oath. Chills. Yeah, that summarizes the whole thing.
1: Yeah. She had... Evelyn had a very tragic life. She did. But she still had such a good outlook on it all. I wouldn't say good. I don't know, like... For as much shit that has happened to her, like I feel like her outlook is good comparatively. I think she's pretty jaded. I don't see it that way. Like I feel like she was. I feel like in a so way she's very blissfully spo- happy and like appreciative of the time that she ended up getting with Celia at the end. Anyway. Oh,
0: you are, yeah about that, but like I mean, I think she's just a true romantic. The fact that like love wins in the end, yeah, sort of thing. Um, I'm going to read some five-star ones. Okay. Or not five-star, one-star, excuse me. Um, This is the one that actually, like, you know, kind of brings, to, sheds to light some of the issues that this book does have. Yeah. Um, and It says, I knew going into this book, this isn't the entire review, but this is the main paragraph that I felt, like, was the most important, because um, their review was pretty long. It says, I knew going into this book that evelyn hugo was a latinx character it wasn't until i started reading though that i discovered our other narrator monique who was also a woman of color don't call her black though she's biracial
1: yeah
0: and almost immediately i was uncomfortable with this ideal idea that said i carried on thinking that i was probably just stretching reaching for things that weren't really there that said i think that the narrative utterly fails at the nuance necessary to tell the story of a cuban american finding success in the 50s utterly fails to depict the nuance in the way that someone like Evelyn would have to navigate the world or how her racial identity would have had an impact on most of the things she experienced in life. It's really only brought up at the beginning when she's initially denied roles, and Evelyn immediately pivots into this racial, ambiguous, spicy white category that she's happy with because it ensures her success. That doesn't stop her from later later being mad that her maid, doesn't know she's Cuban, even though she's actively tried to suppress that side of her for literally decades. I won't even get into how the narrative makes Evelyn retiring to Spain to make tortillas, her reconnecting with her Cuban roots, or how Monique actively distances herself from blackness while never questioning the impact that being raised by a single white mother following the death of her black father might have had any role in that. You really mean to tell me that she has memories of her father, but not his family? That the first black person she met was a girl in elementary school? Okay. Side note, Evelyn just randomly dropping that she supported civil rights and MLK Jr. towards the end of the book felt totally out of place and while not a big deal, that part of the book felt very disconnected from what what else was going on. I think this reviewer makes some very decent points.
1: Oh, 100%. This book is not without fault. No none no but it doesn't take away from how much i loved it
0: no i think the thing is it's like there are layers of this book and of course if you deep dive into every single book you can dissect it in the fact that mm-hmm. it's homophobic or transphobic you know something mm-hmm. that is aggressive or microaggressive to somebody you know what i mean um but at the same time like the story of what this book was and the characters and you take it as just a fictional right story and unfortunately yes it is disappointing that these people were supposed to be cuban and black and biracial and lgbtq plus and maybe they weren't represented fully in their 110 percent capacity that they could have been but the story that was still delivered was something that was so memorable and so cherishing Mm -hmm. that you can't just erase that yeah you know i get it being critical i am being having critical thoughts is not a bad thing but don't shit on somebody's parade just because they really liked this book and they liked the story and they liked the characters. Yeah. It
1: is fictional. It's historic fiction. I mean, that that review goes on to be like, I couldn't get attached to any of the characters. And, like, just, mm-hmm. like, other stuff like that where I'm like, that at this point I feel like you just aren't even, like, reading the book because how could you not be attached? I think
0: at that point you're just glossing over, like, nothing's going to – like really yeah nothing's gonna redeem Mm -hmm. anything in your head because it's already been so far gone that it doesn't live up to you know any of the cultural or like i you know sexually identifying like hype yeah or you know credit that you feel like these people and these characters deserve yeah which you know i i don't fault that i mean i feel like maybe the you know these characters probably did a little deserve a little bit more but at the same time like i'm not gonna sit here and bash something that i absolutely truly adore yeah and take it for the story that it was
1: um that was the one star review i screenshotted as well so i'm not gonna obviously read it and it's like a million pages long
0: this one i have another one star and this one boiled my blood because okay let's hear it oof it says this is chrissy's review also ugly name um i'm wondering why this book received any ratings above one star it's absolutely awful the writing style is that of a high school student with unnecessary cussing. Cussing. Three, oh, God. Three in the first chapter. And 2D characters. The author made a point to say that none of the main characters are white. Who really cares? Did she have to point that out at all? And that people actually admire this woman for having seven husbands. I should have known from the dedication line that this book was going to be awful. Patriarchy, really? LOL. Last I checked, women and men have equal rights in everything. If you're liberal, then you oh. will probably love this book just from having multiracial characters that smash the patriarchy and social morals by cussing randomly and praising a woman that had seven husbands. However, if you're not, you will more than likely will loathe the liberal propaganda junk. I could scream! This person
1: needs to be throttled and then thrown <laughs> off a bridge. <laughs>
0: This one just needs to be brainwashed into the liberal propaganda because obviously she read it. Yeah. So there's something inside of her that's wanting to like clout. just like
1: she's probably closeted LGBTQ (laughs) person. Chrissy, it's okay, honey. Come to the dark side. I don't don't like
0: this, (laughs) Chrissy. Wake up.
1: Wake up from your (laughs) conservative (laughs) Christian nightmare,
0: Chrissy Christian. I don't see.
1: Too much of a difference. Oh God, that is toxic That's some Christianity right internalized there. Internalized uh, hatred issues. Cussing, mm-hmm. three cuss words I'm the like whole god of adult. Ah, uh, uh,
0: cuss. What are you not? Like, are you fucking like ten? Get over yourself, people. Cuss. Yeah. I'm me to
1: you know throw up. Hey,
0: Chrissy. Whenever I have kids, I hope their first word is fuck. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Probably. It's going to be. Because <laughs> my parents talk about how low, how often I used it. And you know those uh, TikTokers are like, my wife and I have a bet that our daughter's first word is going to be mama or fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I never followed up to see which one it was, but well, that'd funny. be funny. So my last one-star review is, the author should be forced to donate all the proceeds of this to an LGBTQ plus charity for all that carrying on token... Uh, carrying on and tokenism yeah gays stay away this is a a ridiculous book for straight people it has some very annoying queer tropes and it almost completely brushes over the aids crisis which is ridiculous for a queer story set in that time eat the rich and read girl woman other instead
1: oh well we should add that book to our
0: always eat the rich though always eat the rich Uh (sighs) take a big ass bite out of them but um yeah we should we should read that. And um I get that like the AIDS crisis was the thing but also it wasn't the premise of the book. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. But it was not the focus of the That's book. That's the
1: hard part. Not all books can be about all the things. Like Exactly.
0: Because then you're just making an encyclopedia at that point. Yes.
1: And also well, this is a sad story. I don't think it was meant to be, like... AIDS awareness? Yeah. Like, that just wasn't the point of it. No, it is, wasn't. Okay. Which is we okay. Need
0: books about all you of You can't awareness. have... You have to have a book that's, like, focused in what you want it to bring to the table. Yeah. You can't... Like you said, there's so many pivotal things that happened in the 50s and the 60s, and none of that was talked of.
1: So yeah. why are you upset at the fact that only it's, the AIDS... It's a pandemic. love story about two people. Like, right. it's not going to be about right other things right that's the one that's like one thing like when you said that i take a book for what it is that's like some people obviously cannot take a book for what it is mm-hmm. they're like well why wasn't it about i this? appreciate well, a, read book a book, for book what about that if that's right. what you want to read about
0: right obviously so. and it's in i think in those examples you just see the dissidence between expectation and reality yeah it's like well i expected it to be like this it's like okay well that book wasn't written that way yeah so why are you holding it to a standard that's like that it's up here of course always hold you know people accountable for the things that they're writing and whatnot i'm not trying to gloss over that fact but take the story for what the story is yeah leave it to where just leave it there don't start trying to drag it out and dissect into anything because you're gonna if you do that enough to all the books you're gonna find something wrong with something
1: yeah plus it's tough because i feel like obviously there's flaws with a tgr writing this book but like I think she wanted to touch on those things because she knew people might say something like, well, you didn't even like talk about any of the things that were going on during that right. time period. So then she tried to like briefly touch on it and then like walked away. And But then there's but a then, problem with that too. So it's like, She's like, is
0: you damned if you do, you damned you don't. Yeah. There was basically. no, th- she wasn't going to win in any of that situation. Yeah like even if you touched on it just a little bit people are gonna wonder why you didn't touch on it more or yeah. why you didn't have a whole chapter on it
1: or why'd you touch on it at all if you're not right gonna, whatever exactly
0: it's like well if it's even there if you don't recognize it and it's full then you should erase it and it's full and it's yeah. i don't see it again it's just and it's it's uh, i don't think it's that crazy
1: either for like i know that this, was a weird sound
0: because i just like was. Anyways. oh
1: like, in the story, like, she was, like, it was focusing on her love story, but then like, she talked about how, like, in the 50s, she started to become more of an aware person of what, or whatever. As she got older, she became more aware. And so Which was, like, is on par I with was most people. doing these things in my outside life, but it wasn't about her outside life. It was, it was about her love life. life. So. It is also just about finding
0: and accepting herself and figuring out how to navigate that in the society that she was in at the time using the resources and the people to both be successful and happy Mm -hmm. in a world and in a time where that was very hard for people who were of color and of lgbtq plus community um you know and this book did I enjoyed the story. I'm not going to sit here and yeah. say that I didn't. I loved it. I cried. It's mm-hmm. still one of my favorite books to recommend to people if they've never read it. Yeah. I feel like it's such a trip. And it is.
1: It's very entertaining in my yes.
0: opinion. And so for me to sit here and be like, I I understand and I get it and I recognize it, but I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to take these elements and make it ruin one of the best stories I've still read to this day. Yeah. So those are my those are my final thoughts on that. Agreed. I loved the book. I love Evelyn. And I like T.J.R.
1: Yeah. I like her writing. I want to read more by her so I can make a full decision. I can't. I, can, the books I I've will really say. Liked, some I've not. So.
0: I love Daisy Jones and the Six. I, I, loved I, Malibu I, I love Malibu Rising. I love Malibu. I loved. I loved
1: this one Wait, Husbands, we're reading carrie things. soto next month so i'm yes, excited to we see how carrie we soto. feel
0: about that i honestly she's been three for three for me so she's she's going strong she's like lee bardugo oh well no she's not like like lee bardugo but
1: she's going strong for me so far she's three to f- three or four for me so far
0: which one did you read
1: uh um, that i didn't read it was like maybe in my next life or something like uh, that was it her younger writing i think it was an older book and it was like this one woman and she there's two paths basically and then you go back and forth i think there's a movie on netflix that's like very similar Mm. with uh um 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 um, the person who plays betty cooper in riverdale why can't i think of her lily reinhardt yes yes god damn i literally was gonna say lily but i couldn't think of her last name and i was like I think I'm wrong now. Anyways.
0: Why would I feel like if Lily dyed her hair. She could be Evelyn. Er, uh, she could be
1: Celia. Celia. Totally. 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 Yeah. Oh my God. And Kenny, Kenny. Mendes. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Or I wait. Would... Or fucking Madeline Peck. Pettish. Pettish. Whatever yeah, the hell her name is. Celia.
0: She would be a good Celia.
1: I think I can see her being. I could see either her or Lily, Lily being Celia, but I could totally see Cammy being Evelyn. And they're all hot, so I would totally <laughs> pay to watch that.
0: I love their friendship so much, too. I know. Oh, So nice.
1: Wow. Could okay. AJ fit in there somewhere? He could be Rex. I could see him as Rex mm. with his dark hair instead of his red. Right. Or just brown hair. Yeah. This is so much fun. We need it to like fun. I love doing fan casts, and
0: I feel like we need to make our fan cast for ourselves. Like, we'll put some pictures, and I'll put it up. Yeah, and I'll put it up tomorrow I or something. Could,
1: I could definitely be down for that. I love watching fan cast videos on TikTok for like Avatar and stuff. Yes, it just it's gives so you so fun. much like imagination. Yes, it it helps you like picture it in your head. I feel like oh, when for sure, you can picture actors instead of just like conjuring something from your imagination.
0: Yeah, so. So well, anyways, is there
1: anything else you want to add before we close out this episode? Because it's already a long one. I know I, we were like so chaotic, and now we have so much to say all of a sudden. Nope, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, next week, can
0: you believe this guy? This week, what the fuck am I trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> can you believe guys that this week is Christmas? And this already, month's almost over. This year's almost over. That too. And so that means that the first season of Good Books Bad Ventures is almost over too. Are we starting season two in January? <laughs> yes. So, um, keep a lookout. Um, next week we are reading Akasif. Akasif. A court dun, of silver dun, flames.
1: Dun, we are finally. We I are don't have finally have back from sending Maddie fucking TikToks about Agatha Maddie. <laughs> we are finally
0: concluding the Agatha series, as of for right now, because yeah. I hear that there's still more in the in the making. But we are finally going to be caught up to the point to where, or at least I will be caught up to the point, finally. and um, end this long six month journey
1: yeah i'm getting to the. you need to start up. reading that no, as I, soon as you get to your parents house because it's gonna take you the whole yeah no i have it on stuff. my kindle okay good i plan
0: to read it at work tomorrow nice because <laughs> <laughs> i have it on my kindle kindle cloud reader too so i can get it on my computer nice. um so yes that's gonna be next week um and also you might want to check in on friday because we might have a little something special for you hint hint wink what? wink maybe so crazy, crazy. <laughs> not gonna give you any spoilers other then just check back on friday possibly um but yeah so with that we are going to say our goodbyes and we will see you next week we hope you all have a great and wonderful christmas holiday please be safe um christmas or hanukkah or kwanzaa whatever you may celebrate yes. please enjoy it have be safe be safe um enjoy the time with your family whether that's um blood family or chosen family we hope you have a great time and we wish you all the best and we will see you next week before the year is up for probably the most anticipated talk in tori's life Okay,
1: love boy. you all. We love you guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.